Alright, hello? 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 Yeah? <laughs> Alright? Let's go. Okay. Okay, right. <laughs> Let's do this. Hello everyone and welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. We are here for episode I do not know anymore and we are 21. here in Abu Dhabi. Mm. Uh, yeah, that... I probably should have known that. One, one podcast per round. <laughs> you're back, Ali. Okay, <laughs> everyone can see that. Jess is obviously alongside, as always. Uh, Ali, you're here, which uh, is finally disappointing. Uh, it's almost like a substitute, Tommy, really. <laughs> and uh, we have a new person, a new face, Alex, a friend of WTF1, and also works Hello. in Formula One. Yes. Don't you, Alex? S- somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somewhat. Somewhat work in Formula One. How yeah. amazing! We've got like uh, we're getting new lineups every week. It feels like you know, we've got Mexico. We had Jason. Oh, we did. Still hasn't got his hoodie. Oh well, maybe, maybe next time. Uh, Jason, <laughs> if you're watching, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but we're all here, obviously, at the final race week of the season. It's very upsetting, and um, we're going to do a, a recap podcast of the season as well, aren't we? Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, today is the final time we talk about a race. Should we get into it? Should we get into it? Should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Let's Let's do it. 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 Okay, so let's go with some three-word race reviews from fans about the race. So we had Marcus Alenius, better than expected. Uh, George underscore down 17, surprisingly half decent. And Clovis underscore HK, what a race. I think Abu Dhabi in the past has had sometimes we've had races that hasn't really... Got the blood pumping, I think it's, it's fair to yeah. say, you know, especially when the, there's no title to be fought for. But this one didn't have a title to fight for, but... It was oh yeah. jaw-dropping. Oh, my God. Right? Because, like, last year it was really... Bo- well, I found it last year really boring. Bottas was out in front and Hamilton just couldn't catch him. And I remember ev- afterwards everyone was saying, they need to change the track, need to change everything. But actually this year it was a decent race that I don't yeah. think they need to change the track at all. It, uh, maybe the conditions are different. I don't know how it varies year on year and why last year no one could overtake anyone and this year everyone was overtaking everyone. But It was a lot windier this year and because of that there was a lot more sand on the track and dust so it was like the grip was absolutely terrible. Mm. But previously it tends to be like if you make it through the first corner like in a sequence and that's a little bit harder to overtake or just people run in a procession for the rest of the race. I've already knocked the mic, that's good. <laughs> you noticed that in Yeah, you? I was like, the table's <laughs> wobbling. It's shaking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I think back. it wasn't really a, a battle for the for the lead, was it? It was more the midfield that Every was battle. incredible, which leads us beautifully on to your three-word race review, Ali, which yeah. we've, we've teed up nicely. Uh, <laughs> no, no, yeah, I remember now, sorry. Midfield was epic because... Um, uh, there were times where three, four, five, six people were all battling for a position. Mm-hmm. I remember there was, I think it was 11th, there was... <laughs> Shock, you remember uh, the battle for 11th because Hartley, he was in that? Hartley's yes, in that one. exactly. Uh, Gasly, Van Dorn and someone else, I think. But again, then there was the Ocon, Grosjean and Van Dorn battle. Just that mm, whole that midfield section. Yeah. Which making it sound like you've actually watch. watched the race, Ali. Is it? Oh, it's because you were I watched, here. I, I watched up to <laughs> 40 laps, and then I had to leave to go and film. We have to think. force you to like to come to the track, and then yeah. you, ha- you have to watch it. If you miss the race whilst at the track, I don't think I'd ever forgive you. Although it's like people people say, whenever we go around to race tracks and we attend Grand Prix in person, you actually watch less of the race. Yes, yeah, I miss far more of a race when I'm here. Yeah, then and obviously not if you're in the grandstand. Like it's great and. I actually think the facilities here are really good for fans in terms of like watching the Grand Prix. But when you're working, yeah, you're li- we were flying all around the track trying yeah. to get yeah. different shots and stuff. Yeah. And then you've got people asking you for things. So half the time you don't end up watching. And what you do watch is usually yeah. the TV coverage anyway. Yeah. So although, you know, I did, I did make an effort to go out and watch the cars go by from the, uh, from the hub that's yeah. over at Marina Grandstand, which is a great view from there. But yeah. 
it is more a case of like, I mean, you were watching the Sky coverage, right? On your well, laptop. I was trying to, yeah, because where we were sat, we had, we had the, the F1 coverage, but there was no commentary. And then obviously I'm trying to keep an eye out for Internet's best reactions of mm. all the little things that happen. <laughs> yeah. But the, the laptop wasn't loud enough, so then there's people watching me as I'm holding the laptop up to my ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, people are probably wondering what the hell yeah. am I on. I'm on. I actually watched the start of the race as well um, after uh, in the grandstand where it's after the long straight and the hairpin where the crash was with, uh, yeah. with, with Hulkenberg yeah. and whatnot, which yeah. was crazy. you know, it was, And it was such a cool view as well because you could see the grid and and, and I got some nice pictures and and whatnot and you could see the lights all flashing and then they go and you're like oh my god and then they came and then Hogginbow flipped yeah it was insane (laughs) but the problem was because I then needed to get back from there to the hub that we were in because I couldn't watch it the whole race from there because I wouldn't know what was going on. Is there an earthquake? What is that? Airplane. That's yes. a plane. Airplane. Of course, <laughs> yeah. you know that, Ali. You love airplanes. Um, but yeah, and, and then the safety car obviously came out. So I was like, right, Jack, is because Jack was filming some stuff and was like, do we leave now? Or no, wait, no, the safety car's going to come in now. So I can't miss that. So I was just stood there like waiting for the yeah. perfect <laughs> moment to then run all the way back to the hub. So yeah, it's a, it's a bit stressful, as you say, like when you work Formula One weekends, it's actually so much harder to keep up to date because yeah. mm-hmm. I felt like I missed the race even though I was here. Yeah. So well, that was that was the same for me. Like I only made it for literally I made it as the formation lap was ending to come and actually see the start of the race, and then I had to like run before the first lap had even finished. As I was walking away, I heard everyone's reaction of just oh, and that's when Hulkenberg <laughs> flipped, and like everyone just ran back into the room like what happened? What happened? But then you just you go off and keep doing other things you and do. Yeah. Yeah. But let's I was catching glimpses. Let's put away our world's smallest violins because <laughs> oh, we oh, have really got to watch enough of the race <laughs> when I was at the race. Yeah. Oh, well, where that, is that me? That sounded yeah, yeah so bad. I'm, I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we're really we're not like trying to make what you. we do. Yeah, we love Very what we do. To be we here. love what we do. But it just means that yeah, we kind of have to recap. Like what's I'm, going I'm on. genuinely actually very excited to get back and just put the race on from start to finish because yes. this was one of the best ones that I've it's definitely the best one I've worked yeah. even like this was better than the title decider in 2016 I think and we, that was big you yeah. brought up a, a, a fan question Alex it's like you've been here before um, <laughs> was, uh, at CFC underscore Craig said was this the best Abu Dhabi GP and, and obviously you think you I think, think so. yes yeah. Ever. you do well now I've made a very point of it of saying yes, but no, um, <laughs> definitely for the ones that I've been here for, I think it was the best one we had in terms of like track action and as well the support races. Um, just because that's it. like this year, it's got a lot more coverage the GP3 and F2 um, because of the way that Liberty is structuring it now, and I really like that. Um, what what's changed in that respect? Just in case people don't know. Oh right, so just they're putting a lot more, I guess effort and coverage into the junior formulas so you will actually see like edits of f2 onto the f1 feed so that they're encouraging i guess like people who might have been just a casual fan to start watching from the earlier like the junior series and Mm -hmm. i don't know just get a bit more involved in it Mm -hmm. but i hadn't seen any of the junior formulas until we came here last year yeah and that was a hell of a lot more exciting than the actual f1 race well that's the thing as well like even last year neither like we didn't have any titles to decide last year because GP3, GP3 and F2 were both wrapped up in Jerez, like the previous round. Obviously, F1 had been wrapped up. But this year was, we still, like, we crowned two champions mm. um, in Antoine Hubert for GP3 and George Russell for F2. And George Russell will be racing in F1 next year. Mm. So that's, you know, like, we get to see that as well, which 
and yeah f1 have have been great this year in covering that more yeah and i guess this year above all like we've had a such a driver shake-up anyway in yeah. F1. And so many of these junior guys are coming through now. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we get a steady overflow of them coming in, but this year feels it's a massive. lot more. Yeah. I mean, Alban today, obviously... Just today. Just like, now. just today. Yeah. Which, As we were setting up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Has... <laughs> just going to get your first thoughts, Sally, yeah. uh, hearing that Brendan... Hunt, I'm, I mean, I laugh. Uh, Brendan's actually a really lovely guy, but just because of the fact that you, you love him so much, uh, yeah. what's, your, what's your initial reaction? Uh, I'm upset to see him go. I think he had a tough time here in, in F1. He, he was very much dropped in, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, he's, he, you know, he's not been in a single-seater car for absolutely years. You know, mm. He's used to driving LMP cars and, and doing, I suppose, longer stints and having teammates to rely on to, to help him. Not that he was slow and had to rely on the other teammates, but you're, you're much more of a, 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 a team working yeah. together to, to finish a race. Um, whereas you're, you're stuck in an F1 car, and I think you might have said this in the last podcast, that you are in there on your own, yeah. mm. and no one else can really help you. You might talk to your race engineer, but that's it. Mm. Um, so yeah, he very much got chucked in the deep end. Um, I remember earlier on in the year, uh, the helmet Marco said that you've got to start beating Gasly or, or performing better and he mm. turned it around and he has uh, performed better in the second half of the season um, beating Gasly in some some races uh, and out qualifying him at some points so I think it's a shame that he didn't really get to in my opinion show his full potential but he had a season in F1 and I'm quite happy that a WEC driver has come from WEC into yeah. F1 and I hope that not just from World Endurance but from other formulas because I know that Felix Rosenquist from mm-hmm. Formula E wants to try and get from Formula E to Formula One. So I think that it's... Which is quite a difficult transition. To it make, is quite a difficult it? transition. But I think it's nice that other people from not just lower formulas, but great racing drivers from other championships have the chance and opportunity to try and get into F1. I think, I think Brendan's proved that you, you, there is that transition that can be made as well. Like mm. he, that you might not think that racing in Le Mans, those drivers would be up there with the best... In Formula One, you know, there's two completely different cars. They they handle completely differently, and yet, yeah. as you say, towards the end of the season, he's really stepped up his game. To be fair to him, I mean, he's n- he hasn't outperformed Pierre enough, obviously, no, but no, and, no. He ha- and he hasn't had as bad of a season as Van Dorn potentially. You know, yeah. Van Dorn's obviously again, it's quite difficult to compare when because we saw that I saw that thing the other day saying about where he would have finished or where he would have qualified. Sorry, had he been uh, Alonso's teammate back when it was like 2007 or whatever. Yeah. So it's it's we it's you know we look at it and go, well, Van Dorn. Know, clean sweep and stuff but I mean if Martin Br- Martin Brundle can't say anything because he was clean sweep twice so uh, which yeah. I didn't know no, no I didn't yeah. know and it made me very happy because Schumacher was one of them that did it to him oh. so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean the midfield just in general was, was epic as, as you mentioned mm. um, which again brings us nicely onto your uh, thing about the midfield because a lot of them suffered they did they cars broke down Mm. That's my three-word review. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Uh, we'll that's a wrap. Thank yeah. you. Cars break down. This is true. Yeah, we uh, we had a bit of a late la- night last night, um, yeah, celebrating the end of the season. All, all a bit slow. Um, yeah. So that's the best I could think of. Cars broke down. Hey, it's but yeah. it was just Straight so weird that it was it was the drivers that were having their final race mm. and it was like they were falling like flies i was like please no more literally like, every time i came past the screen i was like there's another retirement yeah and that was only mm. i mean it feels like five minutes in reality it was a lot longer than that but it was just every time i looked i was like oh another one gone okay. yeah and was yeah. It, apart from hulk did they all have engine issues yeah it was really yeah, yeah. So really i wonder strange. if that's the wind and dust or something that is yeah because there could have been a yeah. that the only 
team or any, only engine supplier that didn't break down was Renault, um, oh. which is quite quite interesting wow. to hear. So yeah. maybe they need windy and dusty conditions, Renault, to, yeah. to, to win a championship. It's <laughs> I was actually it's quite funny. I was well, not funny. I was absolutely raging. But I was <laughs> I was going from the grandstand that I mentioned earlier to the hub, yeah. and between that, Raikkonen retired. So I heard oh. I just heard yeah. Raikkonen going slowly. I was like. No. <laughs> yeah. no. I know. Ugh, I feel for the guy. That was his last chance to get on the podium. He yeah. may well have got on the podium. Yeah. He was looking in a pretty good spot. And I mean, he yeah. kept his helmet on the whole way into hospitality. He oh, yeah. yeah. Talking to he anyone. Or I bet he was pretty sad, to be yeah. honest. But I think, I don't know if that was m- more because he was, I mean, he, I'm, I'm guessing he would have been very upset that he didn't get to finish the race. Mm. But I wonder if that's just more because he knew there would be questions about how do you feel now? Yeah. Like that was your last chance yeah. with Ferrari, and um, I don't. I just think he's like a bit done with talking about the fact that he's going to Sauber now. To, to be, be honest, fair. more yeah. than he's yeah. like more than he. I don't think Ocon kept his helmet on too. Yeah, yeah. And, and most I think drivers usually keep their helmet on because obviously they're so pent up at that point. Yeah, so yeah, you, you yeah. Can, you can understand yeah. why why they would. Absolutely, but I think Ocon. Again, we're speculating. I, we don't know what's going on inside the driver's head, but <laughs> I would imagine that was more of an emotional moment for him because he is leaving F1. And he doesn't know his future. He doesn't Yet. know. Yeah. yeah. But Maybe he'll be back someday. 2020, come on. Because he should replace Bottas. There we go. Yeah. I'm, go- some, I'm going straight into it. <laughs> he should replace Bottas. <laughs> And now we have it. the next 20 minutes of Jess. Yeah, Bottas splashing. I was going to put it in the schedule, but I was like, we've really destroyed <laughs> Bottas this season. But just a quick word on Bottas. Yeah, no, he has been absolutely dreadful. Like, he, another awful th- race This for race was, yeah, he just kept going backwards. I feel like there's a lot of races this whole season where... It might, me personally, and I don't necessarily watch the races, but I, 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 I'm able to know why what happens. Again? Everyone on the keyboard right now. Yeah. Oh my God, why Rich. is Ali on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I understand what goes on in a race because we do instance best reactions and from the podcast, and I see it on social media, so I get an understanding of what happens. But it seems as though in a lot of races this season, I've been like, oh yeah, Bottas was racing this weekend. Do you, like, do you know what I mean? I genuinely so forgot yeah. he was racing, and I was like, where did he finish? Because it's, it's not someone that you you see, you just like blank him out in the list of names that are uh, yeah. the qualifications where they, where they finish and stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he fi- where did he end up finishing? Was he... Fifth. Uh, no, no, not oh. in the race, sorry, in the championship. And fifth. Fi- oh, fifth he and fifth. He finished fifth in the fifth. championship. Fifth. Which is ridiculous. The, re- the Red that. Bulls beat him. And he's in That's the, insane. Like, one of the best cars, if mm-hmm. not the best car. Well, the only for Sappen, actually. Ricca- I think Ricardo's behind him. I think Ricardo's yeah. in yeah. sixth. Yeah, 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 but Verstappen, yeah, Verstappen overtook him in, in, in this race. Yeah. So it's yeah. just, I mean, he's a nice guy and he's clearly a talented racing driver. And I think we've we touched on it before. I think we might have even touched on it in the first podcast hey. that was from here. here. <laughs> uh, we've come full circle. And yet again, we're talking about Bottas. But there are, I love there how you point to the television yeah, as well. No one can see that. We've um, got a race got replay <laughs> happening. Just because we are in the commentator's box. Yeah. <laughs> you stood yeah. right there looking at the window. <laughs> Special um, guest. <laughs> yeah, that would be so awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. We always getting. <laughs> avid watcher of your podcast I love every single one I'm like, what? <laughs> he, does, he does follow us on Instagram and we do post does things he? about the podcast on Instagram so he is quite active on Instagram once because yeah. we have all the driver nameplates in the car park and last year I parked in his park and tagged him and he replied to me and I was like <gasps> shall I move <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. He, he, um, he does follow us on a, on a number of channels so I'm really sorry I, I don't like talking badly about drive well 
that's we love I love talking badly about drivers mm. but there is I think we've yeah as I was saying we, we've spoken a lot about how there are multiple factors that will lead to a driver's success and some of yeah. them are way outside of their control um, that can be the team they're working with the you know the way cars are set up and yeah. are they set up to the way that they drive correctly or whatever that is a massive thing and whether you adapt to it exactly like, at the start of the year like Mag- I can't remember even if it was now like more oversteery car or understeery car but like it just suited Magnussen so well yeah whereas previous year the setup was different and he hadn't had those same results but yeah, yeah you just you don't know what's happening inside a team because he was no. performing really well at, at Williams wasn't he in 2016 yeah I well, in the Williams cut, like he he, had, he was decent, like you know, because yeah. otherwise again, like, he wouldn't have been put into the Mercedes seat if they didn't think that he had the promise for it. Yeah. Well, and again, we've touched on this again. They didn't have a choice. They it's did not have yeah. a choice of what driver to put in that seat. They were left completely yeah. open, and the only Massa. person they could break out of that well, they either put Massa in it, which would have been even more of a joke, or they, I would have liked that. Or they yeah. broke. Or they broke Bottas's contract and brought him in. So I I don't think he's going to be in... I don't think he'll have a seat in 2020. Well, a lot of people are saying that he's going to go in the middle of 2019. They reckon <laughs> if he has a bad start of the season, Ocon could be swept straight in. Well, cause, Depends well, what his contract says, If Ocon's yeah. going to be still there and he's going to be showing that he is quick... Yeah, it's all up to Ocon now. He has to, in those Mercedes tests, yeah. when he gets to do the tyre testing and whatnot... It's his, it's his for the taking, yeah. really, I think. Like... I mean, because we're sad that Ocon's leaving, but he's becoming a reserve driver at the best team in, this, in, in the F1 right now. This could so. be the making of him. As much as it's crap, mm. as much as we, I think everybody collectively wants to see Ocon race, mm. uh, it, it could be a massive blessing in disguise and actually be a promotion for him yeah. ahead of time. Yeah. Um, I mean, yes, sure. They could, Mercedes in 2019 could have not renew his contract and then they could have brought Ocon in from Force India but I don't think it's I don't think this is necessarily a, a, a 100% bad move for Ocon to no. not be in F1 well that's, that's why he didn't want to go back to DTM yeah exactly he wanted to stick around well look at what happened to Verline yeah. 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 yeah exactly he doesn't want to be another Verline which is a, a, a horrible little tiny thing in the back of my head where I'm like I just you know, because you never know with Formula One. You never know. We it is I hard. Think like, with so many drivers coming through as well. Yes. Yeah. The competition is so seats. fierce. It's yeah. just, yeah. It's so fierce. But, um, yeah. Okay. I think that's enough Bottas bashing and enough Ocon. Loving. What's another O? Oh, no. Ocon. BB. Ocon, Ocon obsessing. Obsessing. Yes, Alex. Hey. hey. Look at Give this. the words yeah. with no sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about a, a very interesting incident in the race which happened uh, right at the start, which was Hulkenberg having mm. a little little barrel roll. We had a, a few three-word race reviews from fans. Uh, McMonsterJam underscore Joey. Nico flipping Hulkenberg. <laughs> Nick <laughs> Jurink. Like Hanging like cows, and Hentai Master 29, <laughs> Hulk gets smashed. Yeah. Um, well, we all saw the incident. Um, we did. It, yeah. I saw it live, and I was like, <gasps> and it was, you know, it was shocking. You know, I couldn't, beli- I couldn't Al- believe it. Although, 
you got a video on your phone and you don't even move Steady. a muscle. Hey, you could I'm like, a bomb this is content. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I saw them go very close, I was like, hello, yeah. this could be uh, interesting and bang. But I, hear, I even hear you go, ooh, <laughs> and you don't even flinch. Every I was other like, part of my body was if moving. it would have been me, I'd have like thrown my phone, I think. Secretly, really, he's got it on an Osmo and he's just... Yeah. <laughs> he's jumping all over the place. Yeah. Every other limb was going mental. Muscle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, but that was uh, quite a scary incident. Obviously, it we was, saw yeah. that. But then the question that at Smoking Puppy Eight Four One comes in with is: Did the halo help or hinder Hulkenberg? It's an interesting little yeah. debate going on because, in the actual flip itself, yes, right. but the halo didn't touch the ground. Did, did it not? No, in which case, no. The air duct, or whatever it is, the air intake, was an actual thing that. Stops okay. It from in which case, yeah. his head from hitting the ground. But that's—I mean—that's what has always happened, right? Yeah. Whenever a car's flipped, it's mm. usually that that protects the driver's Never, head. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, not intentionally, but just through just from physics turning. Um, yeah, <laughs> turning. Um, but it did stop him from being able to get out the car. Mm. Um, but to be honest, I don't. I think if even if he was upside down without the halo, I don't he's know if he'd have been able to. Yeah, because he's right. fairly strapped in. Like. Yeah. It's not like gravel either. It's not like he's just gonna pop the seatbelt and then just land on his head on the like exactly. concrete. Yeah. Exactly, he wouldn't yeah. have. He wouldn't have tried to get out. Yeah, it was just. Yeah. It was just a very um, compromising position that the car got into. I mean, he's also up, up against a barrier as well. Wasn't yeah, he? exactly so that. And that, that's why they had to. It's not just because the halo that you couldn't get out. They had to push the car Move over it. so that yeah. he could actually mm-hmm. get out because it was up against the barrier. And so people maybe didn't hear the team radio about the whole hanging like cows thing. But that I was only heard that this, like, this evening and I lost it. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> like, knowing now that he's okay, I was just like, that's amazing because we played like it again and again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hanging like a cow. I'm on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, no, fire. It's, I'm hanging like a cow. Oh, no, there's fire now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, you should. Yeah, hanging like yeah. a cow. I mean, wha- I honestly don't understand what he means. I think, That's I think I it's in the slaughter. Like, yeah, in an right. abattoir when they hang them upside down. Yeah, right, gotcha. but just very strange. Like, yeah. That, that's not what would have come to my head. Yeah, I, I might no. have gone for more of the bat analogy myself. Yeah, I feel like a bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or. I'm upside down. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm upside down. That's just not really like her, though, is it? <laughs> so that's just I'm literally. I'm, like I'm upside down, like my car is upside down. <laughs> yeah. I love that. If that's any indication of what his feedback is like to the crew, like I'm upside down. Like, how's the car feel? Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm sure that's not. Uh, we we've actually got to hear. We got to hear him in um, Barcelona mm. when we went for testing mm. at the beginning of the of the year. We sat in the Renault garages and we got to listen to. Hulkenberg and Science test out the cars for the first time and it's really interesting to hear the feedback that they do give yeah. slightly off topic but I just wanted to say I'm not saying Hulkenberg is bad at giving advice I've actually heard him and he's pretty good like good feedback that, can not that you have from. any idea what he was talking <laughs> yeah. about no he idea. could have been given the worst advice ever yeah turn this up I no, also absolutely. love, I love <laughs> the fact that like the engineers will say stuff like um, okay Nico you're going to do two laps start with burnout as per usual I'm like yeah. on what planet is start, as, start <laughs> with, with Burnout, burnout an actual instruction yeah and that's that's funny because i didn't I, I know obviously like they, they they do do burnouts to kind of heat the tires up and get some grip ready and going but i just thought they did it 
I didn't know the engineers like actually specifically say, instruct uh, when please to go burn home now. Well, yeah, yeah. They have a prescribed amount. They'll be like, yeah, do seven and a half burnouts. Yeah. Like, Sorry, what's half a burnout? Yeah. Like, <laughs> at, what, at what point am I not burning? Just, like, just, <laughs> yeah. just half on the throttle. Like. Well, d- did you hear the team radio though from Grosjean at the end of the race where he's like, oh, can I do burnouts? Yes, and he comes over yes. and it's just like, ah, oh, the pit wall says no. And he's like, what does that mean? They're like, I don't know, I just, you know, the pit wall says no, I can't say anything else to you. And he's like, okay, burns out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, I spun. Oh, yeah. oh, I the throttle. How many, how many fines were given out after last night's race? Many. Well, do you yeah. not reckon that the, those three were allowed to do that? No, the, it's, it's a mm. rule. I'm not, I, w- I didn't see anything about it afterwards. I haven't, yeah. I always thought that I wouldn't be surprised. Season, yeah. Like, okay. Because we, we quite often have it for... Um, yeah, the last race. Yeah. So uh, we are the last race, but we quite often have it. So I'm not sure actually if it's something arranged. I would have thought it would have been okay. We need to look yeah. into that. Yeah, we'll talk into it more when uh, I get to my three-word race review, please. Okay, go on, right. please. <laughs> you feel left out, Matthew. It's my three-word race review, and I'm coming in last because it's the last thing that happens. Okay, Alex, uh, I'll stop being a baby. Uh, what's your three-word race review? Because you're next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm uh, so tired. Yeah. <laughs> There was rain. There was rain. We really rain. are going for the simple three words, aren't we? Yeah. Just, yeah. There I was rain. Cars broke down. <laughs> we're, t- we're so tired. <laughs> girl. We've done like five 15-hour days on the trot. I've, yeah, yeah I've been, been averaging less than five hours sleep a night for the last like, week and a bit. And yeah. it's like, you, you don't sleep very much. I know this. Yeah. Can I hear the violins again? Because I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Like, <laughs> but like, usually I'm like an eight, uh, eight hours a night kind of girl. So mm. this for me is like... <laughs> but um, we were we were talking, and Ali Ali actually stole um, a tweet from me on uh, Twitter oh, about sorry. this <laughs> when we were uh, when, when we were talking about how it did just seem that this year the race gods or the Yas Marina circuit gods, whoever I don't yeah. know if somebody orchestrated it. Was it Bernie? Because he was here. Maybe I did it was see him, him in the paddock. Yeah. yeah. Every everything happened, including rain in a desert. Like, but to be fair though, it's currently flooded in Dubai. Is it? Yes. Yeah. What is going on? We do like we do get this rain, but it's slightly earlier this year, and I'm not sure why. But all of last week it was raining. Even on Thursday morning, it was actually raining quite heavily. um, Around, I think it was about eight in the morning. But it just doesn't last very long. Mm. Yeah. But the second that it started raining yesterday, like I was walking through the paddock and I went up on one of the villas and as I was walking up the stairs, I felt a raindrop on my arm and I literally went, it's going to rain, I have to go. And just went and like just tried to find the screen anywhere else that I could. Um, I mean, we say it rained. It yeah. rained. It was but very, very light. It, I didn't <laughs> even know it had rained. It's, so, it's so Dubai said, rain. <laughs> yeah, I've said an internet's best reactions, it didn't really rain. Apparently it did. It, it was rained. at the other side of the track. Oh, really? So, yeah. Was it yeah. the rain? At the, at the, the hairpin. hairpin. Yeah. Uh, I love how we're still pointing at <laughs> the TV <laughs> that's showing no the race replay. Can. I'm so yeah. sorry, we can't yeah. show Lap the race replay. Gasly's out. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, bef- yeah, before the hairpin, towards the long straight, our oh, Gasly's just blown up. Yeah. That's sad. Uh, we're watching the race replay just to <laughs> but this is for Ali's benefit. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I heard people actually saying that it, it was almost intermediate in some parts of the track. That's which crazy. Are, which is well, ridiculous. I made I made a joke today or earlier in the week because I saw them taking off all like the like intermediates and the full wets, and I was like, well, you won't need those. But then, I mean, they didn't. They didn't. But they almost but did. They could have. 
had there the was funny a chance. submission in, in the internet's best reactions, which was like the person that brings the full wets to Abu Dhabi and the, the smug look that they would have <laughs> yeah. had walking around, seeing all the clouds. And the well, I even, I even made a joke about it on the circuit's account on Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday and like took a picture of them from the Pirelli garage and was just like, well, you won't be needing these. <laughs> Again, you they almost, didn't, you but they always... You almost ate your words there, Alec, that's yeah. for sure. So yeah, loads of people were surprised about the rain. We have uh, air underscore racing, chance of rain. Felix underscore DF underscore YT, rain. Oh no, I just picked some. I picked one with four words. Oh, oh no. I'm going to get rid of can the... You make, can you make yeah, it? I'm going to make it three words. Rain in desert. <laughs> there was the um, and lazy dude 2911 it rained after dot 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 as with every F1 weekend oh, yeah. did it rain after? yeah, yeah. Uh, it was again, raining very a little lightly, bit right? yeah. Yeah. yeah we were film we were filming IBR and we we were worried about the equipment yeah but we yeah. it was just a couple drops it was nah nothing so it was with, windy with the whole day though so windy so alternate three word review there was wind there was wind <laughs> <laughs> and I, I knew, I knew all about it because <laughs> I decided was to wear, I decided to wear a skirt. You changed like four times. I, I did. Swear. Yeah. <laughs> You're like. <laughs> and Alex, it's happened to me before in Bahrain, and I got out, and I had like it was a dress, and I had to stand with my legs crossed the entire day. Same. Right, <laughs> <laughs> so much relate. You guys can relate so much. Was like, oh my yeah. god, violins again. Okay. Um, speaking of rain, um, well, that actually impacted Daniel Ricciardo's race hugely mm -hmm. uh, because he stayed out for a good 10 15 laps later than everyone else and mm. at adam thomas 17 comes in with why did red bull leave ricardo out so long when they could have pitted him a lap later than max well for this i kind of disagree with the question which is obviously assuming that he should have come in and, and hindsight's a beautiful thing mm -hmm. but rain was very much on the radar i think it was at yeah. 40 well it yeah. did rain a little bit but it was like 40 percent chance they didn't know how, what the intensity was going to be like as, as much as i guess the radars are quite good at predicting it's coming but I, I think they did the right thing. You know, Ricardo was probably going to finish fourth, maybe a beaten Max, but that would have been a, a titanic battle nonetheless, and he wouldn't have had as fresh a tyre. So I don't know if he would have even beaten Max, personally, because it didn't seem like he had much of a pace advantage on the same tyre. So for me, I thought it was a good strategy. Although when he, came, when he did come out and pit, he, oh, he was flying. He was yeah. flying. They were saying, actually, it was funny, because the top four were in kind of reverse order in terms of pace. So Lewis was just in coasting mode. And uh, Ricardo was like, I can't remember how many seconds a lap faster. I think the one he came out, the pits was like two and a half seconds quicker. Which or is insane. So it, yeah, like it was, it was, it was. But there was points where I think you and I were going, he, yeah. he could have this if he has yeah, a good running. He was, he flew up to behind Verstappen, but then it was the whole F1 2018 cars can't follow, and then he just his pace just hit that brick wall when he was two seconds behind, and yeah. then just got mm. stuck. And yeah. But I thought the, the strategy call itself, why not? You could, you could have been first place uh, had it started raining yeah. at and the they, time. Yeah. I mean, think they've, they've won races with Max from just leaving them out and prolonging the stint as, as much as possible. So, you know, I, they had nothing to lose. Mm. They had everything to gain. Yeah, and why not try an updated strategy? Plus, like, Max was, even, the, even though he had that strange start where his engine cut into safety mode, um, yeah. on, on the start on the, yeah he got um, twice in. apparently he dropped yeah. down to 10th yeah. Yeah, um, both Force Indias had him yeah yeah it was uh, that was a bit strange but obviously like he's one of the best at coming through the field, field through the field thanks Alex <laughs> words, <laughs> words. <laughs> words. Yeah. words I was going to say the grid the struggle like, is the right word. <laughs> um, but yeah so yeah I think I, th I, I agree with you Matty I don't, I don't think it was necessarily a bad call because they didn't 
lose anything by it. In fact, he finished a place higher than than he when he started. Yeah, yeah. and Bottas was I mean, Bottas really yeah, help wasn't him really out causing much of a no. problem, was he? <laughs> uh, he was just kind of doodling around in a Mercedes, which yeah. uh, only gone and doodling won, won the, the constructors and the, and the drivers. There's another plane. There's another plane. I don't even know if it's... <laughs> that's okay, we won't probably we won't even hear It won't even come nah. up on the mic, yeah. but... You can. That's what it sounds like. No, we're good. Yeah, we're good. It's fine. Um, so now we move on to what I delayed because I wanted to talk about it last because it's a great moment because it was at the end of the race. Iconic F1 moment is what I called it, three-word mm. review. And uh, we have a few uh, other submissions in terms of three words. Vasilis... I mean, I chose these. I don't know why I've done this. Vasilstolis, eight. <laughs> Fernando, come back. Why does nobody <laughs> have normal usernames? <laughs> I at least put mine phonetically because no one can say mine. Yeah. It's a made-up word. Alelbuth. Alelbuth. Um, yeah. David Romilleri. <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. <laughs> or, or are these just names and you can't read? David yeah. Romilleri. <laughs> <laughs> no, David R O M M E L A E R E. I feel like you would take like John Rommel? Smith and be like Joanne. Joanne. <laughs> <Yeah. Smith. laughs> David, David Romilleri. Yeah, but, but come on. Uh, donuts for days. Donuts and Tanner's two three seven. Uh, thank you, Fernando. Yeah, this this whole moment was just absolutely awesome. I remember stood being stood there because uh, our hub is on the second straight, uh, going down to above towards the, the chicane. Yeah. yeah, above the sport paddock. Yeah. And oh my goodness me, I didn't even want. I always want to film stuff and show share stuff, but I was like, this is actually iconic. This yeah. will be in Formula One history for yeah. forever. So I just watched them go past three abreast, and I was like, oh my goodness me, I was almost welling up. It was such a special moment. And for Fernando, who's had such an awful end to his career, yeah. it's been pain. You know, to think when they had that interview at the end where Vettel and Hamilton were chatting about you know, Alonso and whatnot, and, and, and I can't, you forget that Alonso used to win and yeah. be yeah. the best driver on the grid. And Vettel was saying that we've, we've missed you racing and, and we're going to miss you even more yeah. now because you know, he was up there. But that whole guard of honour was just awesome. And, it, and I heard in the post-race thing it was none of that was planned like none of that whole guard of honor yeah. no one told them to do it they just alonso was like oh i just want to catch up and do some donuts and all yeah. of a sudden they're having a guard of honor and how special was that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i it feel like nice. the donuts they did out on the on the start finish straight are going to be used in highlight reels for f1 for years to come yeah Forever. i think yeah. it just shows like the camaraderie of f1 like as much as there are rivalries and as much as people don't necessarily always get on 365 mm. days of the year I think there's still that level of respect mm. yeah. between the people that work in F1 that just is, you can't get away from it. And it's nice to see that it is, it is shared even by those that maybe people think don't, don't have that kind of respect. Yeah. I think it's definitely there. It's almost innate because the things that these guys do, like, and that's not just the drivers, but the entire teams is incredible when you think about it, obviously it's their job to do it, so they mm. need to be incredible, but it's still incredible, and to give so many years of your life to this level of sport is a big deal. And, you know, he's done it for 18 years now, which mm. is, yeah. is insane, because I, re I remember when he was like a fresh kid, mm. like when, back in the days when back I first started, yeah, when I st first started watching F1, and he was, it was 2001, wasn't it? Yeah, 2001 Australia. and. It, it's it's crazy that you get to watch these people grow and change teams and win championships and then they go away and you're like oh but you you've always been a part of F1 mm. like yeah. that's 
that's so strange. And we said in the previous podcast that there's not been that much. It felt like there hadn't been that much of a like send off for Alonso, but that all changed. My goodness, this mate. weekend, <laughs> that all, I, I genuinely, I genuinely, <laughs> DHL being logistics partners, yeah. <laughs> they sent him. I, I genuinely <laughs> almost, I was very close to tears, like very, very close to tears, and mm. I think it was the the donut bits that, as you know, it was the van, the the vanguard like that. Yeah. That I was like, Jesus, I can't. This yeah. is too much. Don't go, Alonso. I think it's going to be really... I think it'll be strange next year yeah, to see the grid different. without him. When when they rock up and there's going to be so many new faces, so many new faces in different uh, race yeah. suits, mm-hmm. yeah. you're just going to be like, what is... is this Formula a- 1's going to be so different next year. I know. Year. We, is this going to be the most amount of rookies on the grid since 2016? I think because 2016 was a so I'll leave this that Alistair does not yeah. I love how you looked at Ali. It's <laughs> 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 like when people talk to me about cars I'm and they go, so what's that? back out this conversation. Yeah. But I think it's what six drivers are leaving the sport, mm-hmm. which is unheard of, really. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to know the last time six drivers left after one season. And going back to Alonso, uh, there was a couple of really funny moments still, even in this race, uh, that I found hilarious. Obviously, one of the was one of them was the the team radio message where uh, he was getting an update on trying to catch tenth, yeah, and, and he, he said, you know trying to race for a point or whatever and he's like I have 1800 uh, I have 1800 points and then <laughs> the team radio it. guy yeah. was like oh, trying to get 1801 for me you know sort of thing <laughs> and that, I thought I found that quite quite sweet and the other one was that he was just corner cutting yeah. everywhere at the end of the race <laughs> to try and catch up to the houses <laughs> he got three corner cutting penalties uh, which is so and he got three points on his license as well which it was doesn't really matter I mean, yeah. poor him yeah. You know, yeah. if he ever comes I think there's still a chance he'll come back if, if, there, if a spot opens up yeah. and a Hamilton leaves out of nowhere or whatever and then Mercedes well that's the like thing is because he I don't think he ever said like I'm retiring no. he just said I'm not Hiatus. racing yeah. yeah 2019 and I was like right okay he just wanted to have a send off yeah but isn't it's that like that's kind of what Button did right Button never said I'm Button retiring say, yeah. but oh the yeah. way that the way that they worded that was McLaren worded that as a unique three driver setup, didn't they or something like yeah. that yeah, yeah. I've forgotten yeah. about they, that they never named him as a test or reserve driver. Yeah. They just called him a support driver, driver or yeah. something like or that. Like and it was to give advice or something. Yeah. yeah. And it was just really strange. It was Mentor. like, he just was it because Jensen didn't want to be seen to have been demoted? I don't know. Like, that's such a strange way of everyone was like, so you're the reserve driver. Like, that's literally yeah. what yeah. you're doing. If one of the two guys can't make it yeah. for whatever reason, you're there. Yeah. Like, but that's, that's, that's not so That's unique. literally what's going <laughs> on. No, don't try and like paint it any other color. It's, but so maybe that that's the last time I remember there being a I'm out of F1, but I might come back. And mm. he's Jensen's definitely not coming yeah. back. No, so well. Well, I think Alonso Alonso is obviously he's going for the triple crown. Yeah, he's got a good chance of doing it, and he. I, I think that's what all he should focus on, and then he can retire. I just made a really funny face to people that are wondering. I thought we were going to see the Guard of Honor, and yet they've just replayed it, and now we're back to lap yeah, one so again. Hamilton I wanted to see the Guard of Honor. You're going to get to see Hulkenberg flipping, <laughs> flipping to I'm, Narnia. I'm, I mean, I've seen the replays of it, but I'd already left the room Narnia? and just yeah. heard the reaction. Oh that's, God, that's, that's, so not the, that's not the analogy. <laughs> it's my analogy. Narnia. Okay, anyway, I think it would be a nice thing just to touch on the other people leaving the sport, people, drivers. They are people. Um, obviously, we had Ocon. We've touched on that and obsessing over him a little bit. So, mm. you know, it's really sad to see Ocon go, but I think he'll be back. Mm-hmm. We've got Van Dorn, which is who's going to Formula E. Mm. How do we feel about Van Dorn leaving? Do we think it's fair, or do you think he deserves one more season? Mm. Uh. No, I think he had 
I think if he really wanted to stick around or show his worth, he should have tried to have moved to another team because maybe McLe- he did. McLaren yeah. have been he's signed. He's signed up. He's 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 pretty. I thought he was locked and loaded it's into McLaren. Yeah. Right. He can't. You can't. It's like this is the problem Ocon had. Yeah. Ocon it's couldn't go to any other team. Let him go. Yeah. That's yeah. not a Mercedes team. So and you know Ricardo had to break away from Red Bull or like I mean he's been there for ten years so he's kind of got a little bit more way to move, yeah. move yeah. around. Mm. But it, once those once those drivers are locked in, it's so political. And you, 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 there aren't many. Your options become very limited unless yeah. you want to break away completely and make a big risk, which for Van Dorn, I think it would have been. Mm. Um, I think he's made the smart decision, possibly, because otherwise, yeah, as you said, like if he'd broken away completely, then he might have burned bridges and mm. be more difficult I mean, to come back. Again, in the this is this right. is always the concern about these young driver programs, anyway. Mm. I think they have so much to give young drivers and they're a very good thing, but then they also restrict drivers massively in terms of where they can go. Because, I mean, so George Russell's just won the Formula 2 championship and he's going to Williams. Like, it's he's going to be at the back of the grid. He's not... Van Dorn won the F2 championship, yeah, exactly. ended up at McLaren. Like yeah. it was the same thing. The same thing with Palmer. Like he won, he won GP2 when it was then reserve yeah. driver for yeah. a year for Lotus in the seat. Yeah, and then we were actually saying, saying it's, yeah. it's, it's a little, it's a little bit of a curse to have won the it's, F2 championship. Yeah, and get it doesn't, it doesn't seat. guarantee it. But then by the same token, because like I've been discussing this quite a bit, mm. like not getting there straight away doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're not going to make it because Hartley came back, even though, I mean, he made it in, yeah. even though it was only for one season, but maybe he'll come back like Kvyat has. He was yeah. demoted yeah, I, I still keep many forgetting times. that Kvyat's <laughs> coming back. I'm like, oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, oh, that, is, that annoys me the most. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm quite happy that he's back on the I grid. he's taking really a Toro Rosso seat. Okay, well, yeah, okay. And, <laughs> and someone that has uh, been part of the Toro Rosso Honda team for... A year and a half is leaving to, and getting replaced by someone who hasn't been part of that team. Yeah, but it's because he's better. But Ooh. Albon has been part of the Red Bull Young Drive program. No, no, program. Kvyat. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Kvyat. My I, th- I think Kvyat deserves a spot over Hartley, personally. I think Kvyat was, he was treated uh, like Yeah, I, I was person. disappointed when he was demoted and then dropped Demoted, completely. demoted again, dropped. Like, and he had, he had a good result, the, like the race before he was dropped, yeah. so... There's clearly some internal politics as I hit the yeah. microphone again. Um, okay, so that we've, we've touched on Hartley. Uh, we've, we've already had our little tears shed, haven't we, Ali? So we're okay with that one. Um, Ericsson. He's again, co- I he's always forget Ericsson. I always well. forget <laughs> him. Again, he's, he's sticking <laughs> actually, around as well, I, though. I accidentally called him. Again, I was... Uh, I had a list of people that we were speaking to and I accidentally caught not to his face oh my God. but I referred I referred to him as Magnuson which is <laughs> so bad that is bad no I know and I I, I told I, sorry I caught, Marcus I managed <laughs> I caught myself first because again like all these people are nice people like they they're are. good genuinely they're, they're genuinely really, really nice, nice people but you're just like oh oh yeah Ericsson yeah yeah whereas and like Leclerc like this and that's the difference when we're talking about talent that's the difference <laughs> like he he's phenomenal and he's all anybody's talking about and everybody's really excited about what he's going to be able to do at ferrari and he's driving the same car as ericsson Mm. Mm. you know and it's just down to pure talent some drivers will completely excite you and you know they're going to do great things they're a presence from the get-go exactly and then there are others that kind of just 
dwindle away and fade and, and you won't remember their name in five years time which is is sad but that's just what that's just what the sport is so and that's the thing like Charles made a name for himself he's managed to get what he wants essentially you know mm. I've, I've heard M- Marcus chatting to, to people in, in interviews and being a little bit more open to, uh, towards the end of the season especially when he's been announced to not be staying at the team saying that Charles gets preferential this and you know he, I thought he, he gets is staying he is he's reserved, he's reserved. reserved. Well, I know but yeah. He, okay yeah, sorry he's staying but yeah. he's not as the race seats yeah. and he has mentioned that Charles not he hasn't said preferential treatment but he's hinted at the fact that you know he's everything's for Char- him. Charles yeah. is getting the car that he wants which is fair enough like Charles has obliterated Marcus this season like completely destroyed him so mm. You can't really uh, you know, argue against Marcus leaving. And I thought yeah. you were about to go Charlotte yeah. into the microphone. Are you about to say yeah. Charlotte into the microphone? What are you you're about to say? Very, so very close to that microphone. I think having a moment. I think I think we need to wrap soon. I think I've zoned out. Okay. You did, yeah. I just saw your head moving forward, and I was like, she's going to go say Charlotte. Yeah, we're we're. No, I was I just said nothing. Yeah. We're 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 over time. Oh, like, oh, I'm getting yeah. to Ali, it. Ali, it's there's the no such thing as being over time. It's end of the season. Jeez. We're doing end of season podcast. We can talk about all this. Um, no. the end of the season podcast. And finally, Sorokin, who cares? Right, <laughs> pr- driver of the day. <laughs> no one cares about Sorokin. <laughs> Poor Sorokin. No, we do care. I've just never spoken to him. I don't know if he's a nice guy. Anyway, driver of the day. Yeah. Alex, you go first. If. Alex, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <Alistair>, go first. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I was pleasantly surprised with Van Dorn. Yeah, actually. Finished up the points, but no worries. Alex. No? Jess. Yeah. I feel like Jess isn't even, like, process the question it was, like. I have just about <laughs> um, I, the thing is I don't think there wasn't any stellar standout performances for me there were just a bunch of like good racing yeah mm. I, it wasn't there wasn't anybody where I was like whoa so for that reason maybe I'll just give it to Alonso for being such a cool legend legend person mm. for well yeah Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Matt, what oh about my God. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with. You can tell it's the end of the season, can't you? You really yeah. can. Um, I'm gonna go with Signs. He drove fantastically. Oh, yeah. Finished P6. Yeah. Um, beat Charles. Fair play. And yeah, he, and he wasn't like we're looking at right now. Signs was in 11th uh, yeah. when the safety car came out. Uh, thank you, race replay three. in the corner. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Leclerc was up in fifth. Obviously, Sauber messed up his strategy quite a lot but I think science drove, drove really well so that's my driver of the day Alex yeah, that was actually once I've settled on one that was going to be mine as well because I think he had a really good copycat. race copycat copycat <laughs> Carlos Sainz yeah. actually ran past in the background in IBR uh, didn't, didn't come say hi even though he, well, he, he, he kissed me on the cheek uh, oh okay the, fine well, well good cause, <laughs> it's because he, he was saying hello to someone who actually knew him but because I was there he gave me an obligatory kiss on the cheek oh, right. and there were photographers took a picture and I was like I'm, I'm going to need that yeah I'm going to yeah. <laughs> just send me that That's as big as you can if anyone sees it please I, I need it God, <laughs> in my such life such a fangirl um, and okay, so <laughs> predictions for Abu Dhabi that we had last time out. Oh, yeah. I was um, going to say, we can't predict anything because this is the last race. I know. I was going to do Australia yeah. 2019, but I was like, no, we, could, uh, uh, we will be here forever. I'd be like, what happened? Um, it'll be funny Jess's. if we film next year's podcast here as well. Exactly. Somehow. Yes. Oh, yeah. Jess's two predictions were Bottas will be given his win. Uh-huh. <laughs> if he was at the front, he wasn't anywhere near, was he? What a useless man. And so that was, that's not even, that's... Wow. that's oh, that escalated that's quickly. <laughs> oh, sorry, we're allowed to have a Bottas bashing segment, but I just, okay, he's not a useless man, he's useless at driving. Uh, Mercedes. <laughs> it's 
I love how we just go back. We go back to the we go back to the start of the podcast. I'm like, he could win the championship. This is changing. You all told me like I was being unfair and everything. I'm just bitter that that he's completely like he's he's watched the podcast and gone, oh, I'm gonna do well, and he's bottled it. Okay. And the second one was Mercedes will deny Bottas was given the win. So you, as I said when you did it, you put your eggs in one basket. Yeah, you said I made risky predictions. You made it conditional, and I did. I should I should have banked on the fact that. That wasn't going to happen. Yeah, big no, fat zero. Not. Tommy, who's not here, unfortunately. He's Tommy, no longer with us. <laughs> yeah, he's not Makes dead. Makes it sound like he died. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a really, really cheesy graphic overlaid over the track to say goodbye to Alonso. Was there? I, I don't think there was. There was a focus on no. donuts, wasn't there? No. Yeah. And uh, Max will have a strop in the press conference about last race. I haven't seen that. He, he did. He did. Because they, well, they put Ocon in the press conference as well. And they sat them either end, didn't yep. they? What, what was the strop that he had? I can't remember. He, he said something about I, I didn't expect to be hit by a back marker or something. Oh, but did you see the team principal one? Oh yeah, Christian Horner. Whoa. Oh yeah, that was Toto Wolff. You didn't see that one? No. Oh my so god. They, they asked um, Toto about Ocon. They said they said to him like um, like something like what advice are you going to give to Ocon or what can you say to Ocon um, in order to prepare him for like the year ahead and whatever. Um, and he just said, well, I don't really have much more to say. You know, he's still going to be a part of the team, blah, blah, blah. And then Christian, <laughs> Christian, Christian Horner out come, comes out of nowhere and just goes, well, you could teach him um, how to, how what, to blue flags flags what blue flags mean. And then he was like, <laughs> and no one else laughed. No one Toto laughed. Toto was just like. Toto looked like he was going to go into Terminator mode. Yeah. I, I'm not joking. And smashed the desk. It was, it was just like awkward. Yeah, it was so awkward. awkward. So I think. That probably gets one and a half points. One and a half points. There yeah. you go. Uh, these these points don't really mean anything. So one and a half points. Okay, next one. <laughs> if you clap that was and tell me to hurry up, I'm going to talk slower. <laughs> hurry up, okay? It's going to be an hour podcast, this one. Okay, uh, my two. My two. Uh, Van Dorn will outqualify Alonso. It wasn't even close. And uh, <laughs> Shah will be best of the rest, which he wasn't. No. Nope. But yeah. he could have been. No points. And no points. Half a point. Fan predictions. Uh, Victor Kendo, easiest one stop of the season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, Hamilton bit on lap seven. Two, some people two stopped. Yeah. And, uh, no, they didn't. No, no, they, no and they, didn't. they just pit really early under the VSC. Yeah, there was yeah. Like but it was two one stop. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give that a point. Uh, I'm not going to look at each race, so we'll just say a point. <laughs> Jose Curva, 22. Max will get to third in the World Drivers' Championship, which was nope. so close. Oh. It was almost overhauling a 17 point. Uh, deficit to Kimmy, so I'll give you a half a point because he was close. So good he job, did Jose. Third on the podium, he did. That's but yeah, so that's, that's not yeah. the yeah. same yeah. thing. Not the uh, same thing as the whole championship, yes. but we'll give half a point. And uh, finally, Woodsy 2020. Fernando Alonso will stand on the podium at some point. No, uh, nope. he didn't. He didn't. Nope. No, he stood on the track. I can, I can see He's the sass. Yeah, nope, nope, nope. Anyway, next. <laughs> 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 and that's it. We're done. She's done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Right. We're done. Oh my done. god, we're done. We're, we're gonna. Done. I'm gonna go to, go to bed, bed now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's really oh late. Oh my goodness me. No, we need food first. Thank you so much for watching. Am I outroing to that one? Oh, that one, Jack. Which one? That one. Oh, that one. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. we're, we're, we're switching it up. No. You want it back to the wide? Yeah, I want it back to the wide. Okay, we're gonna do it back to the wide. <laughs> Ali's there, like I'm editing this. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching the WTF1 podcast, not only today, but over the course of the season. It's been an absolute pleasure. We will be having, as I say, the recap to talk about all the funniest moments of the season and all the things that changed the, the outcome mm -hmm. of the championship. It's been a pleasure. And thank you to Alex for being part of this wonderful... <laughs> Why do I do this one? I know someone else does Yay. that. <laughs> do you want to let us know where people can follow you? At Alabooth. 
Do you want to just... A-L-E-L-B-U-T-H, right? Done. Yes, Done. that's how it's spelled. Ali's like, finishing. Okay, thank you so much, guys. Last Bye. race ever, not ever, 2018. Bye. Bye.